your girl Shayna and it's your boy Moon and thank you for tuning in to BMU podcast where we are black married and unapologetic it feels good to be back we had to take a little break and figure things out but we are back and ready to get back into it in the last episode we left you guys with a topic on communication titled talk to me not at me and today we will be talking about intimacy so let's dive right into it There's a chance that you all have heard about the five love languages, and if you haven't, please check out episode two, where we discussed in great detail about love languages. Obviously, we are not here to discuss love languages. However, it's a great place to start when discussing the six levels of intimacy. We will be referring to an article from Creative Beings called The Six Levels of Intimacy. Dive deeper into how you relate to yourself and into others. Okay, now what are the six levels of intimacy all about? Um, According to this article, the six levels of intimacy allow us to look at the way we relate to others in relation to the way we honor our own levels of well-being. Levels of well-being is the key phrase here. How do you take care of your well-being and build connections with others? Our levels of well-being directly correspond with how we relate to others and build connections of intimacy. Intimacy is often paired with the idea of sex, but intimacy describes feeling a deep connection with someone, even yourself. To build intimacy with others, you must build intimacy with yourself. Now, learning how, learning about how you feel fulfilled in your well-being will help inform you on in how you build fulfillment in your relationships. Long story short, the way we connect to ourselves correlates to the way we connect with others. All right. So let's break down these six (laughs) levels or categories. We think when you think of intimacy, think of it as a pie chart broken into six pieces. Some pieces may be larger than others, depending on which type is most important to you. However, it's valuable to think about your intimacy on all six levels. These levels make up your whole being and experience. It takes many ingredients to make a pot, but it takes some practice in the kitchen to learn what ingredients you like best. There are some examples in the chart. Well, you guys obviously can't see the chart because I'm looking at the chart, but there's examples in the chart that break down the different types of intimacies that they have. Um, And the six that they have are spiritual, physical, mental, sexual, emotional, energetic great now the first one we're going to talk about is mental Um, and it reads do you do heady activities thrive you do you love watching documentaries or having intellectual conversations with others the mental level of well-being honors that part of you that feels intellectual many parts forget about the Many partners, excuse me, forget about the mental level of intimacy when considering their relationship. Having respectful back and forth discussions, sharing ideas, coming up with plans together, watching documentaries are all examples of stimulating a mental, the mental level of intimacy. Now consider these questions when thinking about what fuels your mental level. What fulfills my brain? What kinds of discussions and conversations do I like to participate in? What kinds of things do I like to learn about? What kinds of brainy things 
do I like to do with my partners? Okay, so um, we can start off with me. If I was to ask myself these questions about the mental, um, I would say one, I think mental intimacy, it's, um, it's very important to me. I'm on a personal level because that's one of the things that, um, one of the things that is, attracts me to a person, whether it's, um, you know, just like a friendship mm-hmm. or like with, with my significant other, my wife, it's the conversation. You know, mm-hmm. I like to, especially with my with friends, you know, I like to have good conversation. I like to talk about all kinds of things. I'm like, a, I'm like one of those bathroom readers where you have a book, <laughs> you know, you got the technical, I got the technical book, you know, I got the, uh, the, the rap, the, the, the rap history book, you know, mm-hmm. I watch documentaries, you know, I like to, um, I like to listen to podcasts, like how we're doing a podcast, but Hello. I like listening to other people's <laughs> podcasts and just listen to different interviews and, and just hear other people's point of views hear what they think, especially people that I follow or people that I know or personally or whatever. I like to, you know, I like to, I like to pick people's brains and I like to see, see people's brains being picked. So Mm. mental is definitely, um, definitely important to me. You know, I like to learn, um, like you can ask like Shane, I'm always watching like National Geographics or Mm -hmm. like the animal channel. I just, I just like to learn about different stuff. You know, there's so many times where we're watching a movie or watching TV and I just have to pause to, to I have to pause the movie to just give out this you just random just weird random nerd fact random nerd fact did you know? you know did you know like oh I bet you didn't know you know where this song originated from you know it, because it's always interesting knowing the stuff that really people just kind of not really pay attention to that's true you know so That's I, true. I like to I like to I like to just to know things it's a it's funny it 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 it, it helps for uh Small talk, and even though I hate small talk, <laughs> but it does help He's for a small talk. Contradiction. I, you know, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> it be like that sometimes. You know what I mean? But, but yeah, but the, but as far as me, um, that's my uh, take on mental. Like, I think that's it's really important. You know, because sometimes uh, the biggest part of a relationship is being able to conversate, not only communicate, but just conversate, talk about things, just be able. Because sometimes you might have random thoughts in your head. I know that's one of my nicknames is random because I'm always having a random thought. So I, I believe um, that's really important to me to have uh, mental intimacy because I like I like to talk and I'll talk your ear off for hours, hours and might tell you the same story over and over again. But each time I tell you, I'm telling you for a different reason, But <laughs> even though it might be the same story, you know. But that's my take on it. What about you? Uh, um. Well, uh, mental intimacy is definitely important for me. I mean. I'm an educator, so <laughs> if I can't sit there and have an intellectual conversation with a friend or my significant other, then that's a problem. Um, I don't know. Like, my brain is just, <laughs> I got a big brain. I got a lot of thoughts. I got, you You know, while you were talking, I was trying not to cut you off. Yeah. So, <laughs> while you were talking, I was just letting my thought. I was just letting my thoughts run. And you know what I find even more interesting is when you're high. <laughs> the types of conversations that we can have. Shout out to my 420 friend, uh, 420 friendly hey. uh, listeners out there. But I don't know what it is. There's something about when you're high and you're not. You're in that space, like the conversations that you can have with somebody just be like deep conversations. You'd be like, how 
hell did we get here? Like, we was just watching TV and we paused the TV and now we talking about politics and religion. Like, <laughs> sorry guys, that's just my side. That's my side note. But um, yeah, into, in, mental intimacy is very important to me. And like, one of the questions that it said was, how do you, like, what brainy things do you like doing with your partners? And one of the things I like doing with you is obviously doing this podcast because we get to do research, you know what I'm saying, on Mm -hmm. different topics and get to, you know, understand each other a little bit better. But one of my other favorite pastimes that I like doing with you, which we have not done in a while, is puzzles. Puzzles. I knew you were going to say that. I was just thinking (laughs) that. I love puzzles. puzzles. I love love it when when we do puzzles together. Like, we... We we get it in over What's here. What's that for that Muppet like one? We, we so-called oh, did we it together. Fit. But she, <laughs> I, I mean, all I know is she woke up one day and said she just, she wanted to do the puzzle. And I turned around and she got half the puzzle done. You know, Listen, she, listen, you guys. And she was only on it for a couple hours. I can sit there and I can do puzzles. I can do word searches. Mm-hmm. I can, anything that makes my brain work. That is a challenge. I'm here for it. So definitely for me, mental intimacy is very important. I used to be. I used to do the Sudokus. Remember, I used to do the Sudoku I, puzzles I still do a the lot. Sudokus too. You know what I'm Sudoku. saying? Oh, another thing. That's the, now we're talking about is things that said, they, like it asks what things you do with your partner. Mm-hmm. We can. Uh, I got to teach you how to play chess. You do have to teach me how to, play, teach chess. You how to play chess. Chess you is a really thing of game. Because I'm the queen, and I heard from what I heard in in chess, the queen is the most powerful piece. And the queen is the one that gets sacrificed the quickest too. Oh damn! <laughs> Y'all you just chop me down like that. Damn. Unless you know how to play your board, right? But well, you gonna teach me, and I'm gonna learn how to play, it and I ain't gonna get chopped down. Right? Hey, I had anybody chop you down? I said, oh, we talking about chess. <laughs> All right, you guys. So the next one, we just discussed mental intimacy. The next one is emotional intimacy. So taking care of yourself is so important. You can't fill someone else's cup if yours is empty. That is like one of my favorite things. I tell people, my friends, my loved ones, I tell them that all the time. Like if you don't take care of yourself, then and you're not good to yourself, then how are you going to be good to everybody else? And I say that to them because I be needing to say it to myself too. But anyway, tapping into your emotional level of well-being is valuable for figuring out what your needs are and how to communicate those needs in a relationship. Emotions are hard. They can be yucky and hard to deal with, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're cancers, so we get, I like we, my get we, we get picked on all the time about dealing with our emotions and stuff. But, but I like <laughs> my emotions. All the frantic and sporadic as they are, I, I it took me a while, but I like my emotions. True, true. However, think about how nice it would be to be surrounded by relationships where your needs are met and the people around you know exactly how to support you. Emotional intimacy is all about vulnerability, communication, and expression. Expressing your needs is hard work, and what can be even harder is listening to others' needs. Communication involves a two-way street. Both speaking and listening are important skills to have in the development of intimacy. Consider these questions when thinking about your emotional level. What am I doing to understand my emotions? Whether that be therapy, writing books, workbooks. Do you feel solid in stating your needs? Do you feel like you have a strong support system? What do you like to do for self-care? How do you feel supported when you are not feeling good? How do your partner support you when you're not feeling good? 
How does your partner like to be supported when they aren't feeling good? And how do you like to support your partner? So for me, um, I would say emotional intimacy is another. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know how you would like categorize or like first, second, third or whatever, but I feel like emotional intimacy is very important to me. Obviously, I'm a very emotional in tuned <laughs> person with my emotions, probably sometimes too much. Sometimes mm-hmm. I have the habit of being too much stuck in my head. You tell me that all the time, like stop being stuck in your head. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but emotional intimacy is very, is very important because like, Like it says, both speaking and listening are important skills. And I will say it is one of the skills that I need to work on the best. I think we were just having this conversation today, right? When you was like, baby, you got to listen to... What is it? Listen Listen to understand, understand, not not listen listen to to respond. respond. Yes, because the reason why I say it is because sometimes (laughs) I'll be trying to explain something to her or I'll be like, oh, yeah, I want to such and such. And before I even get the sentence out, is she either trying to finish my sentence or she's already <laughs> responding and i'm like wait can I, I let me finish the sentence let me finish the question how are you gonna answer the question before i while i'm halfway through it you this don't know what the true. rest of the words are this is so. true this is that's why i said it is something <laughs> as important as emotional <laughs> intimacy is to me i also know that that's something that i need to to work on you know I, like he said respond i don't even know that's how you know i need to work on it because i don't even know how to say the damn saying the correct <laughs> way what is it again say it to me one more time listen, listen to, to understand, understand and not listen to don't listen to respond yeah because you guys I, I have that bad i'm quick to, <coughs> to think i know what he's saying sometimes no, i do no you don't yes i do Sometimes I do. Sometimes I know how to finish. Times sometimes have. I know how to finish the sentences in his thoughts, but in other other times I don't, and I just jump in thinking that I know what the hell he's talking about. But so that's something that I need to work on. But it's absolutely something that I I need. Um, it says one of what are you doing to understand your emotions? Um, I. I'm in therapy. I've been in therapy. Um, I read books. Um, I write in my journal. My grandma always taught me, because I guess my grandma must have sensed it um, when I was a, when I was younger. Well, you know, I come from a generation of cancers. My grandma was a cancer. My mom was a cancer. I'm a cancer, and I'm married to a cancer. Hey. So <laughs> I guess my grandma knew back then, like, girl, you gonna have to deal with these emotions <laughs> one way or another. So I used to I used to be really good at writing poetry. I haven't done that in years. I wish that I can get back into it. But one thing that my grandma taught me was she was like, you have a lot of thoughts. She was like, you need to always keep a journal by your side of the bed. So whenever you have thoughts, whether it's good, bad, sad, happy, mad, whatever the emotions are, make sure you write them emotions out. And that's something that has stuck with me still to this day. I am 34 years young. And I still write in my journal when I have these thoughts. So that's something that really, you know, something that really uh, sticks by me with my emotional health. Um, What do you like to do for self-care? My self-care, I like to give myself like facials and I do yoni steams and I like spiritual baths and, you know, massages. Those are all things that I like. What about you, babe? 
Like is emotional is emotional intimacy. I know I said a lot there, <laughs> <laughs> but is emotional intimacy just as important to you as it is to me? Um, I believe it is. Um, I am very emotional, and I love my emotions. I it, it it you know what's funny? I've always been. I've no. I've always known I was very emotional. Um, even as when I was younger, and I I just sometimes I'd be happy. And then sometimes I'd be sad, and then sometimes I'd be angry, and then sometimes they all happen at the same time. And you know, but I'm I'm very in touch with my emotions. I cry as much as possible. Sometimes you, you do. You're my big baby. Whatever. I'm not a baby, but I cry. You're my baby. Whatever. <laughs> I cry uh, because you know it's it's a it's always been a good feeling. It's more. It's not like a I'm like a boohoo cry sad or like you get your just got your ass whooped or some type of cry. It's a uh, it's like it's just a release of emotions, mm. you know, because I have a there's a lot of things that I go through. Um, I've been through therapy. Um, I'm not in it right now. Um, I'm working on getting back to that. But, you know, but I've, I, I understand I understand my emotions. I understand where they come from. Um, I think I may just need uh, a little help sorting through them and dealing with them sometimes because they can get overwhelming because mm. i can i can man i can be you give me the smallest thing like shit like <laughs> i was here like let me try to get give y'all a secret uh, not a secret but to put y'all in on something that happened a couple weeks ago so i don't know what was going on i've been going through a whole lot of crap and I woke up one morning and my goddamn fish tank had a hole in it. <laughs> and I woke up my fish tank had a hole in it it was just like spitting out water forever and like just being in that moment, I kind of had like a, it was like a like I had a breakdown. But it it it, it on the on the outside on the surface you might have been like this nigga really tripping over a hole in the fish tank, <laughs> but it wasn't really a hole in the fish tank. It was like that fish tank represented my life and the way I was feeling at the moment. And there was a hole in my life and that shit was leaking. So I literally, normally I would have that type of feeling. I would hold it in. I'd be, and you know, probably be all tough. But nowadays when I feel a powerful feeling overwhelming, I just say, fuck it and just let it out. Because if not, then I'm going to be rude. I'm going to be mean. I'm going to have an attitude because I'm holding in these emotions that I don't know how to control. You know what? I, 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 not to cut you off, but I admire that about you because when you're, <laughs> when you're, when you're feeling sad and when you go through those emotions, you just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm finna cry. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Me, on the other hand, I let that shit just simmer and simmer and simmer and simmer. And then, <laughs> and then I explode and then I go crazy. Like, I don't know how to just like, if I'm feeling sad, be sad in that moment. Let them emotions come. I don't. I, How do you not just you just do it? If you're feeling sad, then just be sad. I but I don't know. It's it's just like, I don't know. See that's the thing. It's like it's almost like a it's almost like a contradiction because you have to you want to be in control of your emotions, mm-hmm. but at the same time, just you can't just try to control them. If, if they happen, you can like control yourself and how you react to them, mm-hmm. but let them let them flow. If you gotta cry, then fucking cry. Because if you don't, then you're gonna hold it and it just gets stuffed in the back. It does. It's you ain't get stuff already know. Stuffed in the back until there's no more <laughs> stuff in it, and then you fucking stu- uh, fucking uh, 
somebody could run you the red light or fucking the dog don't want to sit down and nothing. <laughs> and and you know, fucking incredible hawk and shit, right? Yeah, like, but yeah, look at I'm, shit I'm, go. I definitely, I definitely admire that about you. Like, you, like, if you feel in some type of way, you... You just you just deal with it in the moment. And another thing that I've learned about I'm not, myself, I don't have the energy to hold on to shit anymore. And that's true. I don't have the energy to hold on to you shit don't. anymore. But another <laughs> another thing that I learned about myself too is I'm a fixer, and I normally try to fix everything. Like, oh, you're you're sad. Oh, what's wrong? How can I help it? But I've been learning over the last couple of years to just fall back. And when you're in that moment let you have that moment because everything can't be fixed. Hello. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Every, I can't fix everything. So uh, I have to I have to allow you to be in that moment. And in the past, like I said, I would want to try to fix everything. And if I couldn't fix it, then you feeling sad made me feel sad or I was mad because you was mad. So I had to learn to <laughs> control my emotions like your emotions are your emotions. Yeah, my that. emotions are my emotions. You can't have my you can't, emotions. I can't have your emotions. I don't want you to your mind. You can't have my emotions. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I have to let you be you and I have to let me be me. Right. So, I mean, that's it's been a hard pill to swallow, but I think I've been doing pretty good over the last couple of years. Like, because before, you know how I was. Like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with you? Wrong? I can't help you? Well, uh, I'm mad now, too. What the hell? Like, why the, the fuck, why the fuck was you mad? Why? This right. is me. Now you <laughs> mad because I'm, you mad because I'm mad. <laughs> Now I'm mad. Now you mad because I'm mad because I'm mad. Like, I was, what? <laughs> exactly. What the hell? Exactly. I so <laughs> I, I, I say for both of us, we both have had tremendous growth over over the years because mm-hmm. you know you allow your emotions to be seen and you deal with it. And I let you and I fall back. Now something that I like I said that I need to work on. I need to work on not suppressing my emotions and being in that moment. If I want to be fucking sad. I'm going to be fucking sad. Be fucking sad. If I'm going to be mad, I'm going to be mad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I so, just flipped the switch. <laughs> click, click, flip, flip. <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. So hold that, on, hold on. I'm not finished. Oh, you're not finished? No. Oh, okay. I want to go down this category. The next one, it says, do I feel solid in stating my needs? Mm. Yes, I do. Oh, we actually kind of talked about that. Like how, she, how you said where... You know, if I'm feeling some type of way, I'm feeling some type of way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. And I definitely, I mean, anytime I feel, anytime I've ever felt anything, I, one thing, I can pride myself in saying, I spoke on it. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't speak on it, then can't nobody do shit about it, and I can't get mad what happens after. You know what I mean? So Definitely with that. Um, Do I have a strong support system? I do. I have my wife. It took a while for her to become that to understand. <laughs> it took her a while to understand how to support me. You know, instead, you know, it is. I'm different. There's a, there's a certain way you got to deal with <laughs> different individuals. But different. yeah, but she she came a long way, and she is very 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 supportive, and always have been supportive. But now she knows how to. Now she knows how to better direct it, and she knows when to. She knows when to just leave me alone <laughs> and she knows when to not leave me alone when I'm like leave me alone but she knows when you know what I mean because before it's just like it was it was it was like a head-on collision mm-hmm. you know what I mean um and another next question um I like these questions that's why I want to uh go through each one okay. of them um it says what do I like to do for self-care I smoke weed <laughs> that's what I do for self-care I smoke marijuana um I play with my dog and train my dog. 
for itself. No, for real. Why, why are you laughing? I do. I love That's my dog. That's not what I thought you was going to say. Oh, see, here we Keep go. Keep it going. I play with my dog. <laughs> I smoke marijuana. I listen to, um, I like listening to documentaries uh, or watching documentaries and listening to podcasts of interviews like hip hop, you know, or different. Uh, I do a lot, like a lot of hip hop. I like reading up on investments and real estate and the stock market and cryptocurrency. I like doing stuff like that. It's just, you know, it's like a knowledge, knowledge thing. I just like to learn different stuff. Um, how do I feel supported when I'm not feeling good? Hmm. Good question. How do I feel supported when I'm not feeling good? Um. Well, you're sick right now. What did I do for you yesterday? Um. We'll see. This had that. Not that. Well. Is I not feeling good? You're not feeling good, right? Like, what type of not feeling good? Well, that's emotional. Not feeling good. Not physical. Not feeling good. Um. So when I'm not feeling good, emotional. How do I feel supported? Um. I feel supported, like, just to, just to let me be. Because if I'm not feeling good, uh, you either going to know or I'm going to tell you. And I think the best support is just to let me be, come around. Of course, check on me, but just come around. Let me come around when I come around. Because normally when I'm not feeling good emotionally, it's just some shit that i just been going through in my head that really has nothing to do with anyone but me. Mm. So, um, yeah, and... um. No, that's it for those questions. We can move on to the next one. And so the next uh, level or is it a level of intimacy or next next category category of intimacy, of intimacy is some we this is the one that some of us all love some love the most mother than others <laughs> is the physical. <laughs> that physical intimacy. <laughs> uh, no, see, re- you already on the wrong track. Read it. Oh, okay. Some <laughs> folks may already equate some level of physicalness with intimacy, but like stated earlier, this is only one part of the big picture. The physical level of intimacy can include many things like kissing, <laughs> hugging. <laughs> He's so corny. Touching. Ooh. <laughs> Etc. <laughs> I take the time to sit and think about what types of touch you like and how to communicate those needs in your current relationships. Now, physical intimacy looks different in every relationship. Not everyone has the same physical needs as others. Ooh, ain't that the truth? Which <laughs> makes this an important skill to learn how to communicate. Think about how physical intimacy plays in the role in everyday actions and how you can ask for the experience you want. Maybe you would like your partner to wash your hair or maybe some solo time. And giving yourself a massage is just what you need for the night. Consider these questions to dive deeper into your understanding of physical intimacy. Do I know what types of touch I like? (laughs) Do I like... Excuse me, do I feel like my touch needs are fulfilled? Overwhelmed? Just right. Do I have a solid understanding of boundaries and consent? Hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> How am I fulfilling my own physical needs? <laughs> oh Dancing, <laughs> working out, or giving yourself a massage? <laughs> 
I like this category. <laughs> You're so cool. You guys, if you guys can just see him right now, oh, uh, just wait to 2022, you guys. We're going to start recording ourselves. <laughs> okay, but let me see. So the physical, <laughs> physical intimacy. So let's just get into the question, babe. What about you? Do you know what types of touch you like? Um... Or do you even like to be touched? <laughs> is the question. I was waiting for that. Um, I do. I just don't like to be smothered. I, I'm a very hot body person, like, and I just I, you know, the body heat. I'm not. I'm not here for the body heat. I'm not here for the sweaty palms when we hold hands. It's cool. In the beginning, but once my hands, like, if we walking down the street, like, la, 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 I love that. I do. But once my hands start getting sweaty, I no longer want to hold hands with you no more. <laughs> um, when we're sleeping at night and you're all up on me and my body gets, like, fucking 5,000 degrees, I no longer want you on me. But. <laughs> Even though the window's open and the fan is on and the <laughs> AC is blowing. Nor and we're there. sleeping on the ice icicle. Okay, <laughs> but I will say I do need some type of touch. Like when we are asleep, like I like it when your hand is like underneath my thigh, or I like it when my foot is like touching your, <laughs> or like when my foot is touching your ankle, or when our pinkies intertwine. You know, like I'm I'm weird. I'm just just don't give you a hug or anything. I like. I, what are you talking about? I love my hugs and I love my kisses. What are you talking about? But you said you hot and sweaty. Oh, see, here you go. You, you guys, he, he's only doing this because <laughs> this is the most physical touch person you'll ever meet in America. <laughs> nuh Not the most. You're not the most? Nah. Oh, okay. There's more than me, trust me. <laughs> but, so when it comes to physical touch, that, that's, that's where it stands for me. It does not mean I don't love my baby because I do. I, you guys, look. I'm just fucking hot. <laughs> She's a hella hot body. I am a hot body. Like if I if I could just be all snuggled up underneath my husband all the time, I probably would. But I am a hot body. I'm hot right now. I don't like <laughs> I'm hot right now. I don't like being hot. Like somebody, one of my students, I work at a middle school, and one of my students asked me last week, Miss Shayna, would you rather be hot or would you rather be cold? Um, I'd rather be cold because you can put on more clothes, you can grab more blankets. When you're fucking hot, you can take off your clothes and that's all you can do. <laughs> you said the F word <laughs> to your student? No, I didn't say that to my student. Oh. I'm saying that to the audience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys get you guys get my point like you can't you can when it's hot you can only take you can get butt naked and then that's it and you still hot so when it comes to physical touch i like to be touched but then i don't like to be touched because i'm a hot body well do you feel that your touch needs are fulfilled overwhelmed or just right um sometimes it can be overwhelming <gasps> Sometimes it can be sometimes it can be overwhelming because you know you're a very physical touch person. Yeah. Like we had this issue when we first started dating, or even before, when we were going through marital marital premarital counseling. He snitched on me, by the way, you guys, to the I, pastor. Okay, <laughs> I just had to put that disclaimer out there. He snitched on me to the pastor during premarital counseling. Okay, mm. and what was the question that you asked the pastor? I don't remember what the fuck I said. That was like 20 years ago. 
that was not 20 years ago. We ain't been together 20 years. Right. Anyway, you guys, basically <laughs> what he, he snitched on me and told the pastor that I'm not uh, touchy-feely and, oh, yeah. and, and physical. And what what is the word that I'm looking for? What is the exact word that I'm looking for? Uh, shit. Um. Ah, you guys. It's on the tip of my tongue. Tip of my tongue. <laughs> I can't think of it right now, <laughs> but he snitched on me and told the pastor that I don't like getting hugs and kisses and holding hands, which is a lie. I do like it. I just don't like it in excessiveness. And when we first started dating, I wasn't used to that. I wasn't used to someone holding me and touching me every five seconds and wanting to give me kisses and hugs and all that kind of stuff because I didn't affectionate. Boom, there we go. That's the word I was looking for. Affectionate. <laughs> I didn't grow up in a really affectionate household. Like, I knew my mom loved me, and she would tell me all the time I'm beautiful and all that kind of stuff. But, like, when it came to hugs and kisses, that really wasn't a thing. I got it from my grandmas, both of my grandmas. But, and I didn't grow up with a dad in the household. So, when he came around, it was just like, yo, this is a, <laughs> this is a lot here. Like, bro, you just gave me a hug five seconds ago. You just gave me a kiss five seconds ago you just it was a it was a lot okay it it was it was a lot he smothered me in it it was offensive what was offensive you rejected my loving it was i I'm, did the best i could okay i being honest i did the best i could because um, the type of i like i like touch i like touch i'm a toucher i'm a kisser yes, you i'm a hugger yes, i'm a caresser yes. i just put my hand on you because i feel like it you know, that's that's what I that's how I grew up that way. We grew up very physical. You yes. love on each other, so when you love somebody, you love on each other. Just like when you have a, a litter of animals and they're all little puppies and all of them laying all together, snuggled up. Everybody wrestles and loves and like you know. Are you were, Are you referring me to an animal? I am referring you to nature. <laughs> we are some type of animal. Okay, so you asked me so. Do you know what types of touch you like? Yeah. I just that's what I was just explaining. I like physical touch. I like holding hands. I like just physical touch. You know what I mean? When I go to sleep, I got to feel you physically when I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Whether I, like you said, I tuck my hand up under your thigh before I go to sleep. If I lay on my stomach, if I lay on my back, I got to like have my knee or my leg touching you on the side. Mm-hmm. You know, um, um. Holding hands is cool, but I walk fast, and you walk, you don't walk fast <laughs> You guys, I'm, I'm short. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I be literally damn near pulling you behind me. He do, and so annoying. So, but, you know, I just like the touch. I like to, to lean up against you. So, do you feel like your touch needs are fulfilled, overwhelmed, or just right? Um, You're just right, because you just don't complain anymore. <laughs> 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 you guys, one of the things that I like just a little secret, a little side note for Perry while we're talking. Um, one of the things that I like to do sometimes is play dead. <laughs> <laughs> he hates it when <laughs> he if you guys could see if looks could kill, baby, I'd be dead. <laughs> he hates it when I do that. I just like, like play dead. So... I just I just lay there, my body's stiff. That's gross. <laughs> No, nah, but you're right. He's he's. I I just learn, you know, in relationships, you just learn to make sacrifices, and I just kind of learned to meet him 
if not all the way at his level, somewhat on his level. Because we we discussed this in the beginning, like in the beginning of the podcast. I asked you, with my levels of affection, where am I? How was I then to how I was now? When you said then, I was like a two. I said and, like a three-ish. No, you said like a two. And you said now I'm like an eight, eight point five. So that's good. Yeah. That's good, right? Yeah. But now okay. we're on the different levels so we need to raise the bar. We need to raise the bar? Yeah. And so now we we like see now you're now we're at the gold gold level. We're almost at platinum, but we hit twenty years we'll be at platinum level. We're at the gold level. So now the gold level is a higher standard you gotta reach to hit the platinum mm. level. So now we gotta move on up and switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Me okay. for me too, for me too, for okay. both of us. Not right. just I'm not I'm not I'm not it's not one sided, it's a double sided. This is a double edged sword. Okay, and how fulfilling are you with your own physical needs? Dancing, working out, giving yourself a massage. Well, I like giving myself a massage. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of massage? Uh, a nice little hand rub. No. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> you know. What I'm for saying? myself, I um, I enjoy working out. We haven't worked out in a while, though. We haven't worked out in a while, though. I need to get back on it. we haven't done is went dancing. We haven't. I think that would be really cool. We went You guys, we dance all the time around the house. It's ridiculous. And we dance in stores. We pretty Mm. much dance anywhere we go when we like music. But we don't go. We're not (laughs) club persons, and we don't really go out. But shoot, we need to go to, like, a little jazz club, and we can just... Where we can just vibe. Vibe and then stand up and do a little little sidestep dance. All right, you guys. So now we are moving on to the next intimacy level, which is energetic. So I know what the heck is energetic intimacy. This is actually one piece of intimacy that's very important for everybody. You can think of energy as experiences experiences make up your life and it's important to figure out what experiences are meaningful to you and how they fuel your energy some folk like to go to concerts dancing hiking etc choose your own adventure so of course before uh pre-covid most people spent their free time trying new things challenging yourselves and going to events and learning how to be a person i know it's hard (laughs) right now because you know the state of the world you can't you can do stuff but you can't do stuff that's a whole totally another topic i am not about to go there right now <laughs> okay. you can't even talk to people because you don't know what the exactly 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 <laughs> and you know with us being in the pandemic and having the quarantine last year i know a lot of you guys probably spent a lot of time with your partner some is brought closer i feel like you know the pandemic brought me and my husband even more closer like we got to spend some real like shut off time we like shut off the whole fucking world for and it was months, just for months, year, months and it was just me and him and we had this whole schedule routine going puzzling. on and that's when we started puzzling and all that kind of stuff so when it comes to energetic intimacy it's all about sharing experiences this can be hard like i said during the pandemic times 
um, especially when it feels forced. But like I said, for us, it wasn't. Ways to conquer this time period is spending some planned time alone, whether it's in a separate room or going on a walk. We did do that. We craved in that time. Remember, it was like, you have your time, I have my time. Mm-hmm. That kept us going during yeah, the pandemic. Nice we had a little too. nice little schedule routine going on. Um, planning new experiences together, um, possibly trying to go, you know, do a cooking class online, planning distraction-free time together, Um we are all learning how to figure this out and it takes time. And once again, communication, 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 communication. Okay. Consider these questions when thinking about energetic intimacy. What types of experiences fulfills you? What do you like to do? What do you like to do with a partner or partners? What new things would you like to try? What new things would you like to try with a partner? Um, for me, I wouldn't say like energetic, I don't know, would be like my top priority (laughs) when it comes to, when it comes to intimacy, but I can see how it would be, how and why, why it is important. But if I like, like I said before, if we had to like go on a list one to 10, like I don't, I really wouldn't know where to place energetic intimacy how about you um i would place it i mean i think to be honest i think all of them are just as important Mm -hmm. as each other i think that i think it's very important because it's like it's 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 basically one of the love language quality time i wouldn't it's quality time it's sharing sharing experience quality time going to go sip and paint going to go mini golf going to go to play pool Okay. That's you know energetic, okay. you know. So that's very important because okay. that's that's basically, especially in a relationship or in a marriage, those things. That's basically like building, um, like the like the friendship because intimacy is not, um, always like I said at the beginning, intimacy is not always sex. Intimacy, all intimacy means is, uh, spending time and getting to know and just being. Mm. I mean, when you get in, when you have like people say you have an intimate conversation, that doesn't mean you're sitting there talking about fucking and sex. It means you're really being in tune with someone and like, really getting deep. You know what I mean? So I think that that's very important. It's, it's... Well, I recant my last station <laughs> a statement. Sorry, I said station. Y'all excuse me. Um, you hit this week <laughs> earlier. Um, <laughs> so I go back and I say when you put it like that. Because when I do my love languages, quality time is one of my big ones. Absolutely. So when you when you when you rephrase it like that, I guess energetic intimacy is very important because for me, you can take away the f- physical touch or whatever, but as long as I'm having that quality time with you and being next to you and spending time with you, that's important. So yeah. <laughs> thank you for thank you for clarifying that for me because I was like energetic. Mm-hmm. Oh no problem. No, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, because it, it, it just think about the energetic intimacy. Energetic mm-hmm. means you're doing stuff. You're Okay. You know what I mean? And then sharing and then it just says right here in both sharing experiences. That's true. So, and I enjoy sharing like trying different things and always, doing different things. Yeah, together. like 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 you plan like you scheduled us to have a massage together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like when we went out on our little uh role play date you know and i picked up this chick from the from the bar and played pool and 
Took a home, you know what I'm saying? Took a home, you know what I mean? Played gentleman until I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? But yeah, that's the share experience, just doing stuff. That's what it means to me, emotional, I mean, emotional, energetic um, intimacy is basically just, you know, doing things together. Okay. So what do you like to do? Um, Shoot, I like to do, uh, well, I like to watch TV. Like, or watch movies, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to... I like to go on walks, believe it or not. I was always... I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a walker. You know, I have a AKA, my alter ego, Dip Mashington is what I call him. Yeah, I'm not. Because that boy be moving. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. I don't like Dip Mashington. Yeah, but I like to walk because, I mean, it's, 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 it's good exercise is good for your brain because when you're it's just like when you're cleaning once you once you start cleaning you know your mind just be going you get oh, the yeah. things off and for me it's just it's like that when I walk because once I get to walking and I don't think about oh man this is a long walk where am I going oh I'm not there yet and I just smash and then mm. I get to thinking and I get a lot of okay. thoughts off my head so I like to walk um I do like to work out I would need to do it more and shoot we will now now that we got Things getting doing a little good. We had, like she said before, we had a little, took a little hiatus, you know, things and get things back right. But that's why we back y'all now. So now it's, now you know, I'm talking about it or thinking about it. I think it's time to get back in the gym and work out. Even if it's across, across the way at the little thing. We ain't got to pay for the, uh, for the gym membership. We got a workout room in a complex. So, okay. but yeah, I like to work, do that. And, um, also, what I want to start doing, I want to get back into drawing, and I want to start painting. You know, mm. I think that'll be something that's good for us. Because I remember you mentioned you can do the sip and paint thing. You can order it online. Mm-hmm. And, and you can do it at home. Do it at home. You don't got to go to actually. Yeah, place. I want to start doing that, because that's cool. We've done it a couple times. and It's so peaceful. It's so peaceful. It's fun. And then we got these records. We can play our records, mm-hmm. put on a little Rob Ross on the uh, thing, and paint yeah. the happy little trees. Showing your age, man. It's okay. I'm showing, man. I'm, I'm showing my seniority and my wisdom. God, show it. I wear my age everywhere. So, um, next we have spiritual intimacy. And this is a good one. I like this one. I think this is important. So, it reads: spiritual intimacy, or uh, excuse me, spiritual spirituality. Get my words fumbled up. Means something different for everyone. For this category, I invite you to use whatever definition of spirituality that works for you. For some folks, spirituality helps deepen their connections to the world and people around them and doesn't necessarily mean religion. Mm. Now, there are a few examples above of how some folks experience these forms of intimacy, including rituals, mindfulness, activities, religion, yoga, personal growth, breathing together, connecting with uh, connecting with nature. A spiritual intimacy is all about how you're connecting with what's around you and sharing higher levels of beliefs. Now, consider these questions when thinking about spiritual intimacy. What does spirituality mean to me? How does spirituality fulfill me? How do I experience spirituality with others? What are my core values and beliefs? How do I find meaning and what does spirit, excuse me, what does personal growth mean to me? So, um, I'm going to let Shana answer these first. Cause I'm, <laughs> you must about to, you must about to be long-winded. 
<laughs> that means you about to be long winded. This is a good one for this me. This is a good one. I'm gonna okay, let you say the answer so, over first. Um, what does spirituality mean to me as Shayna? Man, <laughs> that's like a hard question to. I mean, it's not a hard question. So. My mindset has completely changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up Christian, seven day seven day Adventist Christian or whatever, and I was very adamant in in my faith and in my in my walk. But the older I got, the more wiser I got, and the more I started searching for other answers with the help of you, of course, too. And um, the the more I searched, the more I found that. Uh, religion is not really for me. <laughs> I find that I'm more of a spiritual person. Ultimately, I do believe in God. I do believe that there is a God. Um, but when it came down to the whole religion and abiding by these rules, I realized that I'm not really a rules person. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really a rules person. So for me, um, spirituality is just being one with 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 God, you know what I'm saying, and being one with yourself. That's what spirituality means to me. Okay. Um, you want me to answer that one now? Or you want me to go down the list? Do you want me to go down the list to answer answer it? Yeah, and go down go? the list and answer the question. Okay. So, how does spirituality fulfill me? Um. Hmm. That's a tough one. Yeah. That's a tough one for me to that's a tough one for me to answer cuz like what does it mean like how does spirituality fulfill me? Um I like what does it mean by like, that? Like what does being instead of being having religion just just like just like to say how does being a seventh how did being a seventh day Adventist Christian fulfill you? So, um how how does being more spiritual like how does that fulfill you like how does I, that okay so I do you think that you get the you have you have an understanding of what I feel it means? like becoming more spirit uh becoming more spiritual has opened my eyes and has freed me and has allowed me to to simply just be mm-hmm. me if that may if that makes any sense. Does yes. that make sense? Yeah, I mean, and it didn't like because when you're with religion, I believe a lot of religions it holds um, you back. They put you. They it's they just like you, you have to be. You have to be this. You have to be that, and it kind of takes away from your natural self. It takes away from your individuality. Yeah, and it that's makes what you, it, it is. Turns, you have it to takes, be. It ha- you. They put you. They put you in. They try to put you in a box. Right. And I think one of the things that I have been learning more and more about myself over the years, I do not like being put in a box do not try to put me in a box you put me in a box you try to put me in a box i've learned if you try to put me in a box i buck back so i i feel like spirituality has allowed me to have my own individuality and has freed me and allowed me to simply be me does that answer the question Mm -hmm. okay um how do I experience spirituality with others? Um, I think it's pretty cool because uh, nowadays a lot of people, ha- their mind has changed so much from the 
standardized religion Mm -hmm. and a lot more people are becoming spirituality and being in tune with the universe and crystals and all this kind of stuff and yeah exactly we're going back to our original ways with our ancestors and the way that our ancestors did things so i think it's cool when my mindset change changes and i'm finding those around me whose mindsets are the same Mm -hmm. because i think i think that i think that's dope um my core values and beliefs um these are questions that I never thought to ask myself I'm not gonna lie to you guys so I'm gonna have to think on that one and I'm gonna have to come back to that one and let you guys know um how do I find meaning um I find meaning through uh praying through a lot of conversations with myself and with God that's how I find meaning And what does personal growth mean to me? Personal growth to me is everything. Like I said, over the last couple of years, I feel like I have grown so much. Um, I think I was so institutionalized, conditioned to believe Mm -hmm. so much and stuck with that that I didn't have a mind for myself. I just did what I was told and this is what it is and this is what it's going to be. So I think over the years, my mindset has changed and it was like, well, what if I want to go to the right instead of going left? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, why can't I go? Why can't I go to the right? Why do I only have to go left? So um, it's made my mind open up and to not be so fearful of learning things that weren't familiar to me that weren't new that 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 were new you know what I'm saying and allowed me to not be scared and just open my open myself up to different possibilities and things nice nice your turn all right what does (laughs) spirituality mean to me basically spirituality to me is just it just is knowledge of self is knowing who you are knowing where you come from and um and just just having an inner peace in the in the sense of self knowledge um so for what you why are you here on the for why you're here okay um um so yeah but it's, it's spirituality is it's it's um i like i i prefer spirituality being i'm more of a spiritual person over religion even though i grew up muslim um and my mother taught me, my mother grew up and raised me as a Muslim, but we also learned from the Bible. Um, I was taught how to meditate. I was meditating at a young age. Um, we, uh, my mom dibbled and dabbled with the crystals. She made crystals, she made the jewelry. Um, uh, I, I learned about the Zodiac. So, you know, I kind of had a mix of both, but I kind of lean more towards the spirituality versus the religion for some one of the same reasons why Shannon said it's a lot of, I wouldn't even say it's uh the rules well probably yeah, i would say i wouldn't even say it's the rules actually because every if, if every system of belief whether it's spirituality or religion they have some type of rules but i think it's more i think more spirituality has more is more like like concepts than mm-hmm. rules you know what i mean because rules are like this is what you have to do mm-hmm. this is what you got to do but concepts are more like you know hey this is what it should be either you do it or not you know but i i um spirituality means a lot to me i think it, it's 
it's allowed me to be more open and more one with myself, allowed me to do a lot more self-reflecting without feeling condemned. Because mm. in religions a lot, you it's like you come up in there, you were born a sinner. Like, how am I just a baby born in this world and I'm already fucked off? That's like, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. Like, I just got here. I didn't know. It's like you tell the baby, oh, the baby, nobody, the baby never asked to get here, but he's fucked anyway. Like, that's not cool. So mm. I, I, I just don't believe in this concept that telling somebody you ain't shit at any point in your life mm-hmm. even when you ain't shit oh, you might not be sh- no you're better even when you're not shit you tell somebody even when they're doing wrong you tell them if you care about them yo you're better than that you don't want to tell somebody you care about you ain't shit you ain't doing nothing you know what I mean so I like the spirituality aspect spirituality aspect because it's a it, it, it just it gives you more more self-confidence okay. um, and how does spirituality fulfill me like I said before it allows me to work on myself it allows me to reflect on myself and do shadow work and see where I've been, where I am, and how, where I could go. Mm. Um, and how do I experience spirituality with others? I just, you know, I just try to find good conversation, you know. And if I can talk to a, someone with a, a like-minded individual, um, I can talk for hours, you know. And and it doesn't have to be, and it can be about anything. You know, spirituality, religion. I just like to talk and learn and just get to know humanity. Uh, like, this is a person just like I'm a person. What type of... I like I like to experience... I like to see people's experience. Mm. You know what I mean? Just learn, learn about their experiences. Um, and what are my core values and beliefs? My core values and beliefs, number one, I just believe uh, do unto others as you expect them to do unto you. Mm. Always, you know, always the family first. Self-preservation is the key, but always think of your family. You know, okay. I can't, I, it's like they say on the airplane, before you help out, you have kids, but you put your mask on before you help the kid. Because if I can't do, if I can't help me out, how the hell am I going to help you out? Mm. You know what I mean? So, um, that's about basic core beliefs. Do unto others as you expect them to do unto you. Um, you know, be just be honest with yourself and others, you know, and and just just be the best person you can be. Um, and how do I find meaning? Um, I find meaning by meditating. I spend a lot of time thinking to myself and being inside my head, but not in a bad way. I spend a lot of time just you know figuring out who I am and you know why I'm here. I set goals. Um, for myself, for our family, for our household, um, I try to set investment goals and savings, and try to do something for a bigger, for a bigger purpose. And personal growth. What does personal growth mean to me? Uh, is personal growth be, to me basically is just evaluate, do it like a self evaluation, learning where you did wrong, where you did right, and enhancing on all that, and just trying to always trying to do better. Always trying to do better, like, uh, like all we talk about in our relationship every year, we've always seemed to do better than the next year. Always try to do better. I don't care if this this year where we was able to give seventy eight percent, and then next year we able to give seventy nine percent, you know, and then next year hopefully we can get ninety per eighty percent. Oh, you know, we get you know what I mean. So I just always try to do better. Always strive to do better, um, and for your future for yourself. That's what personal growth means to me. Nice, nice. Um, I like how you said, uh, I like how you said, um, meditating. You want to stop it? 
So I like how you were saying about um, meditating. Meditating is something that's totally new when, <laughs> to me. Like I didn't grow. I didn't grow up meditating. I grew up. I grew up praying and letting things letting things be. So when you introduce meditating to me, like it's still very difficult for me. Like I try to sit there and meditate and close off my my thoughts, but there's like so many thoughts that run through my head even though um a friend of mine was like when when you meditate you're not supposed to necessarily shut off your thoughts you're supposed to just let them go let them go and let it be so um that's something that I that I that I that I'm that I'm working on I would love to to master uh meditating when it comes to spirituality as well something that i that i would love to to learn is to just manifest things and let things be and not think on it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like because it's, it's not easy though it's it's not it's it's not really easy. it's really not but i can appreciate it when i do manifest things and things come to fruition it's all about now manifesting things and believing in it and letting it be. And also, and also a part that people miss, um, I believe, uh, not to cut you off, I'm sorry, but I just have to throw this in there, um, is you have to put, you, you have to manifest, you have to know what you want, you know, you have to manifest it, but you also have to uh, put yourself in a position to receive these things because you can't just be like, I want this, I want this, I want this, and then just... You know, expected. not really expected to come. Exactly. Now, if you want this, exactly. you want this. But well, okay, if you want this to happen, this is gonna happen. You gotta place like chess. You, you gotta, gotta place yourself, place yourself in that position right. for Makes, those things to happen. That's a right? very important part. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So and, th- those are all things that, those are all things that I'm, I'm, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, like this is all new for me, being just becoming spiritual or whatever over the last couple of years because like I said I come from a household where I grew up seven day Adventist Christian and this is what it is and this is what it's gonna be so this is all new but I can I can appreciate it um I can appreciate I can appreciate it a little bit more right if that if that makes any sense does. um there was something that I was gonna say oh and with becoming more spiritual I I have been paying attention to the moon more that wasn't something that I used to do. Like I would see the moon, like ooh, you know, we're we're cancer, so we're we're automatically. I feel like we're automatically. Uh, we automatically gravitate to to the moon. Mm-hmm. So whenever there was a full moon, I did pay attention to it because I always thought it was just so beautiful. Like oh, it's a full moon. Not realizing why I was drawn to it. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like and and we'll, and you know we're we're gonna have a whole segment geared towards spirituality. So I'm oh, not going to yeah. continue to, to go in deep, deep I can't wait depth that one. with it. But I'm just saying, you guys, like my, my, my whole mindset when it comes to spirituality versus religion has totally changed. Um, something else that you said was about goals. What exactly were you saying about goals? Um, Do you remember what you were saying? Let me look back up. What was I talking about? I wrote here? it down and was like, "Oh, that's good." Anyway, I think it's important to set those set those goals individually and together. I think that's what it was. You were like, each year we get better and better. Oh yeah. Setting them goals. And it always says, "How do I how do I find meaning?" And I said, mm. "I try. I set goals for us. You know, like I set a goal for us. Okay, look, we're gonna do this and this, and we're gonna get this car back on the road." 
It took okay. a minute and we did it. Now I set a goal look, we're gonna have to put this money aside in the in the savings and not touch it and just keep moving. And then we're doing that and then I got and then we're gonna you know, I just set goals so that way, cause if, cause like it's a, it's a line that uh, I'm a big music fan, so a lot of times y'all gonna hear me refer a lot of stuff to a lot of songs. But Scarface and with the song he had with Tupac Smile, he said one of his lines. He said, "A man without a focused life will drive him insane." Mm. You know what I mean? So if you like, if you feel like that you don't really have any type of meaning, you maybe you maybe you got you got give yourself something to focus on. Set a goal for yourself. Set something to aspire to. You know, and something to reach, you know, and then make them move. Just like we're talking about uh, manifesting things and thinking about things. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to, like, like I said, I want to, I want to be great. I want to be greater. I want us to do better. I want us to have more money in the bank saved. I want us to move and get to a better place. Okay, well, these are the things I'm manifesting. These are the things I'm burning sage and these are the things I'm doing uh, rituals and burning bay leaves in the, under the moon for. But at the same time, I'm 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 putting myself in the position, so now I'm getting a second job so I can stack this money. Mm. I'm putting this money aside so I can fix my car. You know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm making these plans, but also I'm going through the motions too. So that's what I was talking about with the goal. Okay, got you. All right, you guys. In the last but not least, the The last one of intimacy. You done? <laughs> the last one, you guys, is sexual intimacy. Bow, of bow, course. Bow, bow. Of course, we save this category for last. <laughs> um, I did that intentionally so that we could help you guys uphill the reality that intimacy is almost always equated to sex. Okay. However, as you have, as we have read through each category for you guys, I hope you now see that intimacy takes part in so many other levels and involves learning about yourself and how you are communicating with others. So let's get into the sex then, okay? <laughs> okay, sexual intimacy obviously absolutely looks different for every person in partnership. Sexuality is something that is fluid and consistent exploration. You may be into kink one day and then decide you're no longer for it, okay? The key is feeling comfortable in your sexuality and once again, being able to communicate your needs and desires. Sexual intimacy may not even include the traditional idea of sex. Sexual intimacy within the self involves finding what is pleasurable for you and that this part doesn't have to be sexual. Finding pleasure is an everyday adventure and learning about what brings you pleasure in your daily life will help you figure out what brings you pleasure in your sexual life and help communicate that to your partners. So consider these questions when you're exploring your sexual level level of intimacy. How do I identify sexually? What brings me pleasure non-sexually? What brings me pleasure sexually? Do I I feel fulfilled in my sexual desires, wants, and needs? Do I have a good sexual relationship with myself? What do I like sexually with a partner and partners? Do I have good understanding of consent? Do I feel like I can say no if I don't want to do something? And do I feel like I can ask for things that I want to do? I'm going to let you take the lead on this one, boo. Mr. Mm-hmm. Mr. <laughs> 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 
he did all that, so I just had to do it right back to him. Go. Um, <laughs> um, how do I identify sexually? What do you mean? Shit, I don't know. I ain't write the article. <laughs> like, how do I de- identify? Are you sexually? straight? Are you gay? Are you oh, bisexual? I'm, <laughs> I'm a straight lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> and then what Drake said, I'm a and lesbian. That's what Drake said, yes, Drake said he's a lesbian. No, because oh, in the song shit. he was like, uh, "Oh, you a what did he? Say? Oh, I gotta find a verse. I'm gonna find a verse for y'all." But I must. I'm a straight male. <laughs> I like vagina and all the parts on the woman's body. Shit, me too. <laughs> You're a straight male. No. <laughs> Yeah. Continue. Um, but yeah, that's how I identify sexually. And what brings me pleasure non-sexually? I don't really know how to understand answer that question. What kind of pleasure? Like, so like, okay, like what makes we, me happy? What puts me in a happy place? I mean, what? Remember when we when we were in therapy and we had that exercise where we touch each other, but we're not focus the sensei like focus. Yeah, when it was I like. like I put my you, dick on your forehead and shit. It was just, a turn on, but we didn't have sex, it, right? But, like, but, but that's sexually, if my dick's on your forehead, you like lay there naked and then touch each other in different places, non-sexual places. Like I would just go up to her and just put my cheek on her thigh or, you know, and just, or something like that. Or I walk up to her and just like rub my nose against her earlobe. That's just, you know, that was interesting. Uh, it's just an exercise, but I guess... I mean, because I'm thinking, it said, what brings me pleasure non-sexually? Cooking. Cooking? Okay. Cooking brings me pleasure pleasure and pizza. Blender. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And Um, pizza. And what brings me sex, what brings me pleasure sexually? Pleasure. What am I saying? Pleasure. What brings me pleasure there you go sexuality enunciation all right um <laughs> what brings me pleasure sexually head i like straight it. to it yeah well that i like head i give up sex for some head um and i also um i like kissing too kissing is pretty cool do i feel fulfilled in my sexual desires once and needs i do I do, actually, especially nowadays. I absolutely do. <laughs> um, do I have a good sexual relationship with myself? Absolutely. He's right in his lap. <laughs> double fisted. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm very, I'm very, very happy with my sexual relationship with me. Um, what do I like sexually with my partners? I like touching on her. I like grabbing on her booty. Booty, 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 um, rocking like everywhere. Grabbing on her boobs. Um, we can talk like this, right? We grown. We grown, hell okay. yeah. I mean, yep. even though we're going to have a top, we, we uh, one of the topics we're going to do is on sex. I like, but, I like. So you ain't got to, you ain't got to give out, you know, everything. Oh. You just sprinkle on with a little sprinkle, sprinkle, oh, and then okay, move on. Because I was about to say. Yeah, you sprinkle, sprinkle. You saw <laughs> right, how to sprinkle, sprinkle. sprinkle, sprinkle. And move on. I like sprinkles and whipped cream and cherries and bananas and strawberries. Mm. Make you a Sunday banana split. All right. Do I have a good understanding of consent? Yeah, I have a very good understanding of consent. I mean, either she like it or she don't. If she don't like it, that means no, I guess. <laughs> if she like it, I mean, do it more often. 
Um, do I feel like I can say no if I don't want to do something? Absolutely. Can't nobody tell me what to do. So you so can't. What? Why would Why would you want somebody to tell you what to do? We're grown, right? That's weird for another adult to want somebody else to tell them what to do. That's different. And let me see. Do I feel like I can ask for the things I want to do? I, yes, I feel I can ask for them. I always feel open to be able to request and talk and ask and say what I want. Definitely. What about you, Shayna? Um, hold on. Sorry, I was trying to you find You still that. researching and looking? Lesbian. Good. How I'm do you identify sexually? What's your pronoun? Is that what they call it these days? What's your pronoun? What's your pro? What's my pronoun? Yeah. My pronoun is she. Oh, that's okay. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. I'm not savvy to this new. She and her. I am a oh, woman. That's what the pronoun is. <laughs> oh, so that doesn't mean your sexuality. That just means your gender. Yes. Oh shit! My bad, y'all. I'm learning. I'm learning. Y'all don't cancel gotta re- us. Like y'all gotta y'all relearn to- the ABCs. Don't 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 cancel us like y'all tried to do our boy Dave Chappelle. Okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you can't cancel me. We ain't even know her yet. I know, right? You can't cancel um, How do shit. I identify sexually? I identify sexually as bisexual. I obviously enjoy the company so of a man. And recently, I enjoy the company of a woman, too. So She's a bee, guys. I'm a what? <laughs> You're a bee. I'm a bee. Yeah. L. G- oh, LB, I'm not. I don't. I, I don't represent to be part of the whole community. That's but just me. Are. I know, but I. <laughs> we're not gonna go there. Okay. We're not gonna go there. Um, what brings me pleasure non-sexually? Um, I would say baking and cooking too. Yeah, baking and cooking. Um, what brings me pleasure sexually? <laughs> <laughs> Um, (laughs) that's gonna have to be for our sex segment. Um, but I like to be screwed. I'm just gonna leave it at that. You Um, gonna omit the uh, question? I said I like to be screwed. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Oh. (laughs) Um. Do I feel fulfilled in my sexual desires, wants, and needs? Um. Yes. Like Joaquin. I mean, like Moon said. As of recently, even more, because um, I got some kink in me. So, you know, I'm trying to bring that kink out of my husband, too, a little bit. So, <laughs> you don't want none of this. As of, uh, <laughs> it's always, I've always been fulfilled, but even more as of lately. I mean, shit, we are going into year 12 of marriage and we are opening up. Damn, 12 so, years. We are opening up in so years. many different ways, okay? So, shit. look, okay? Um, do I have a good sexual relationship with myself? I absolutely do. My favorite time is the shower. Um, what do I like? <laughs> what do I like sexually with a partner? Um, once again, I like being screwed. Um, do I have a good understanding of consent? Yes, I do. Do I feel like I can say no if I don't want to do something? Yeah, he'll try to pressure me a little bit, but Never. you know, no means no. Okay. Oh, lies you tell. I don't appreciate No you means nothing. no. And do I feel like I can ask for the things I want to do? Um, as you heard Moon say, if he doesn't want to do something, then he's not gonna do it. So um I can ask. And either he's going to oblige or he's not. So. I've been obliging lately. You have. 
Um, but yeah, you guys, those are the six levels of intimacy. I invite you to make your own pie chart and reflect on the questions that we presented to you guys. Figure out what intimacy uh, levels are important to you. Figure out intimacy is a tricky thing. It is a lifelong learning experience. What may feel right today may not feel right tomorrow. Learning this now is a great practice for developing a deeper understanding of yourself and your relationships. Yeah. And that is the end of this segment. I hope you guys learned. I know we kind of like <laughs> blabbed went and just on for went, a a, went on this for is a, This is a, a longer episode than usual. Yes, this is definitely actually. a longer episode of um, than usual. But I feel like it was important for us to really give you guys a deep understanding of different intimacies because I've learned when people automatically think of intimacy, they automatically go to sex. And mm-hmm. that is not the case. As you can see, we just gave you six different intimacies. Making fun of my pronunciation. Pronunciation. (laughs) Excuse me, guys. We gave you guys all this information about the different types of intimacies, and it's not just about sex. So thank you guys for tuning in, listening all the way to the end, hopefully. Appreciate Um, you. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate all of our listeners that's been listening. If you are a new listener, thank you. I hope you guys will continue. Um, And we got a couple more episodes before we wrap it up for the end of the year. And stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, appreciate you guys. We look forward to... uh speaking at you again in the future um and thank you once again for being there oh yeah and make sure you stay tuned i mean we'll make sure you follow our youtube i mean not our youtube you guys i'm sorry i'm getting sleepy not our youtube make sure you follow our instagram our facebook for um it's called bmu 1929 and i think that is it We are BMU, where we are black, married, and unapologetic. You guys have a great night. Peace out. Peace.